because it's fun. It's fun to do bad things. 24-7 Comedy Radio. I want to do horror stuff with my friend. Uh, hi, this is Lewis Black, and you're listening to The Green Room with Sean Green. That's why it's called Green Room, you idiots. The Green Room is brought to you today by Amazon. Click the Amazon link on SeanTGreen.com to support The Green Room today. And now, live from Silver Lake, California, the host of The Green Room, Sean Green! All right, everyone, welcome to the Green Room Comedy Podcast. We're doing it live here from the Silver Lake Studios. I'd like to welcome on my left-hand man, partner in crime, Logan Lysico. Logan, thanks for being on the show. Howdy, Sean. Howdy, indeed, Logan. And <laughs> I want to say howdy to all my friends over at winthetrophy.com. You can log on to winthetrophy.com. Sign up for the premier destination in fantasy gambling. It's free. It's easy. It's fun. It's basically like Farmville for sports gambling. All you need to do is give me your email address to sign up. There's no, you don't give them any money at any point, but if you do really good at picking games and gambling on sports, you can become a genius picker, and they will actually pay you for your sports picks. Sounds like a pretty good deal, huh, Logan? Oh, yeah. Well, you go to winthetrophy.com, enter STG, and it's pretty easy. There's also a link on the website, seantgreen.com. I'd like to welcome on Miss. Shannon Hatch. Shannon, thanks for being here. Hello, you're sponsored. Look at you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Moving on up in the world. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Winthetrophy.com. Pay, you know, getting the big bucks. We're, yeah. here, we're here in my room. I should have I done laundry. <laughs> yeah, why do you call it the Silver Lake Studios? <laughs> I don't know. It's in Silver Lake. I'm not very creative. Just said, I just said live from Silver Lake, California. Right. So well, I he felt... called it a studio. And I think the people at home should know that I'm pretty much sitting on your bed right now. <laughs> yes. It's a home this, studio. Yeah, exactly. This is just an easy way. Instead of my old move used to be when college, hey, you want to come back and check out my um, blacklight. So now it's, hey, you want to come over and check out. <laughs> now it's, hey, you want to come people out. People wanted to come check out your blacklight? Yeah. Hey, Doesn't that show all the gross stuff <laughs> in your bed? Like, the, type, the type of girls I was bringing back at Penn State. Yeah, that was, uh, hey, you want to oh come. Oh, my God, he has a blacklight. <laughs> And I also I also had like the sublime poster that that looked oh. really cool. And I had the highlighter jugs out of like the Jim Beam bottles. So you shopped at Spencer's all the time. Oh hell yeah. And you've Spencer's. really progressed to the American flag on your wall. Look oh, at you. Well, this is mature hey, shot. This was this was pre nine eleven, I'll have you know. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't You didn't I just wasn't jump on the America bandwagon after Hey, a lot of people are just like, oh, hey, this America thing's pretty hot right now. You know, they, they see what happened in 9-11. Oh, patriotism, that's the new thing. But not me. Not old Sean You're Green. Always... I had these flags. Well, I didn't have it. <laughs> yeah, he's got before. multiple American flags in his room. That's right. I, not weird at all. It's almost like it's like <laughs> Bill O'Reilly's home office. He had uh, allergies and... A few less drugs. Of, yeah, not a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, good times. Good times. So let's uh, let's see, Shannon. We we were hanging out recently. We had a uh, party over at her house. You, you came sh- over. You sure did. Yeah, oh, yeah. It was. I think it was the party of the summer. Wow. I think we're gonna give it to you. All, All right. right. I nice. appreciate that. Yeah. I'll take that. Yeah, you take it. I'll take that because my, <laughs> you take it right now. My wings are there. I know. I know. I like to mention my wings a lot on the podcast in person, but. I do, I do make good wings. It's a family tradition, and I get really <laughs> yeah, anal about making sure everyone had one. It's a long process, a lot of marinating. <laughs> I remember coming up to you and saying, uh, 
hey, Sean, congratulations on a job well done. While and eating no, the and wings, his... and Sean was so grateful that oh I said God. that. He was <laughs> just like, that's all I wanted, Logan. That's all I wanted. I was like, whoa, I was just saying, good job on the wings. I know how it feels. You just want to be appreciated. Is yeah. that so much to ask? Is that, is that so much to ask? Wearing his kiss the cook uh did you have an apron, apron on? <laughs> no, he didn't. no, I didn't. I don't. Who needs an apron? My apron was. I did have an apron. It was called body hair. I really didn't. <laughs> yes, you did. Oh, had you shaved it into an apron shape, you would have been the star <laughs> oh, yes. of the party. Maybe that's. Maybe that's next year. I'm going to shave, is. kiss Step the cook it up into my notch. chest <laughs> That was funny though. You you took some really uh, great pictures of the party. They look they look really nice. But then I'm just sitting there, and uh, I don't know something about the filter or whatever, and I can just see my. My shoulder hairs almost had this like angelic. <laughs> no, they look, right. almost look like angel wings. I because did. The way the sun I hit. did not even notice. It, because the way the sun hit and the, maybe the filter you put on or something, but it looks looks yeah. like almost angel wings. Well, and, I will yeah. Photoshop those out next time. No, I, I was just I just just caught my eye as a guy who checks out his own shoulder hair and yeah, as as an insecure man. <laughs> yeah, these pictures were like high contrast, so all the hair. Yeah, I do. I do a lot hair. of high contrast, a lot of saturation. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, for some that's probably not the best look. Exactly. I yeah. Normally yeah, I don't a, care. For and, a pool party, it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Normally I don't care for some reason. Just the the way the light hit it, I was just like, oh man, that's that's, <laughs> that's something I maybe need to take care of. That's an interesting <laughs> look. But then when I, I mean I have, you're a woman. What what's your take on <laughs> you're a, what's your take on body hair? You know, honestly, it really doesn't matter. I mean, you okay? No woman probably wants a dude with a ton of back hair or a ton of anything. But when you like someone, you really don't care. Yeah, you right. really don't care. And if you like someone, I mean, it just—it really isn't that big a deal. A I'm point. a weird girl to ask. I like weird, unconventionally attractive men. Like, I, <laughs> you know, I don't know that, that I, must, I have the right be. answer. <laughs> But to, to me, it, it's it's no big deal at all. Now, is that is that a compliment to call someone unconventionally attractive? Oh, I didn't say I liked you. <laughs> no, I uh, no, but I'm just saying in general. Well, you know, I think as a dude, it should be even as a chick. I don't know. I, I'm I'm over the conventionally cookie cutter, attractive looking right. robot. Yeah, it doesn't you know, look good. I like people that look like people. Your exactly. face should yeah. have something of different about I agree. it. You know what I mean? I'm, Maybe I'm getting bored. I'm, like I'm bored. I'm bored with the Megan Foxes of the world. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I no, don't you're know. not. I, I, I get why you're not. You don't <laughs> need I'm to not be. bored of Megan Foxes. I'm just Fox. saying, I, but yeah, I, I wouldn't be like those those dudes that just look like you know, I don't know, typical hot dude. I could not be less interested in, yeah. in any of them. Yeah, so, I yeah. think I think the dude spectrum is almost the same way a dog hears. Like, there's very highs <laughs> and very lows as far as but what... it's all the same. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. they can pick up the sound. Yeah. The girls, the girls can pick up the sound. Whatever uh-huh. wavelength you're on, as long as you're within the spectrum. There's the occasional. If you're pushing 300, okay, then then you're kind of getting into some weird terms where you need a lot of personality or a lot of money. But for the most part, <laughs> guys, guys, we got a we got a pretty broad window to work with. And, and you I do, you that. do, yeah. I mean, as a chick, if you if you are an unattractive girl with a not attractive body and an you, good luck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can have the best job in the world and the best personality. It's rough. You know, yeah. you're not gonna find. It's it's not it's gonna work out. It's not. You know, you it's just way harder. I was thinking about that though. Like I feel now. Correct me if I'm wrong, but doesn't it seem like most girls they have at least one body part that they're kind of self-conscious about more so than the others yeah i mean i don't know if it's just body parts but just anything you're self-conscious about yeah, yeah of course but i was thinking about things. it like there whatever 
whatever you're self-conscious about, in some weird way, there's a guy out there that's really into that. Absolutely. Like, women can always fall back on the idea that guys are insanely horny. Yeah. And like, if will, a girl has will... bunions on her feet, there's a dude who wants to jerk yes, off onto there's, those bunions. There's, there's a, yeah, there's a tab on, uh, you know, adult websites just dedicated to bunions. Just for bunions. And, and that's what the site's called, guys. Just for bunions. <laughs> just <Yes>. for bunions. <laughs> Nobody likes bunions. Oh, I've been there. Now, <laughs> now, uh, now, it, this is an interesting thought. Do you think these crazy fetishes that you see online and stuff like that, do you think that well, they... Well, you see them online. Well, right. I, yeah. we, we've all... <laughs> that we all see. Right, you we know, all that we go to every basis, day. Every day. Uh, I'm just sucking everyone in. But the, the crazy fetishizing of uh, sexuality, do you think that's a byproduct of the internet or do you think people always kind of had this going on and now oh the internet they have a chance to share i think it's more the internet brought that out in people in that they kind of saw some fetish stuff and then got kind of burned out and they needed to chase more what do you what's your thoughts i don't know i mean i'm sure it's a combination of both but i yeah i bet these people had it I bet right. the entire time. Yeah, but yeah. I'm just saying, like, let's say you have this weird. Yeah, sometimes you wouldn't even know you had right, that Right, like fetish. this weird foot yeah. thing. But if you never, but if you couldn't log on, like, let's say no, you're. No, man, you would look at girls' feet. I've you would been, go to coffee shops. Desensit- you would stare at girls with sandals. No. I've been desensitized to feet. Like, I used to kind of be turned off by feet. But with all the foot porn and shit I've just yeah. seen, just, no, by, can be just by the programming of whoever's programming the website, like, it just comes <laughs> up. Like, you know. These pe- just, people Logan be fucking. Gets... The dude starts sucking on her toes, and, and next thing and you know, Logan I'm doing gets it. a boner. And I don't know how I. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, no. Yeah. I mean, it's it just. I guess it's the ultimate um, chicken versus the egg. Now, when you came in earlier, you had asked, "Hey, how was cleaning up from the party?" And it was a disaster. It was. It was a lot of cleaning up. Whatever. Not a big deal. My brother was here, which was nice to force him to do stuff. That's when having a little brother <laughs> really kicks in. That's an awful thing. He's here for what? A, a week? No, he was here for a night. <laughs> One he had a night. Good time, though. Yeah. One night, and and I guess the next day, and, and yep. cleaning is half of what he's doing. <laughs> yep. Well, You're you know that's what, that's what uh, you know. That's, that's what little brother brothers are, are for, are they? Yeah. So we had that's all what Molly Maids is for Sean. <laughs> exactly. We also support Molly Maids, but so we we have uh, we have trash cans. And we also have recycling bins. And sometimes, you know, we had a little overflow in the trash can, so some of the trash got into the recycling bins. And But there was some recycling there regardless. So we put them all out. Monday comes – or no, I'm sorry. Tuesday comes. Like anyone, like it matters to the story. But, okay, they, they come. They pick up the garbage. For some reason, they don't pick up the recycling bin. I thought, okay, maybe they missed a day, blah, blah, blah. Then another day passes. The recycling bin stuff is still out there. Sitting there stinking. Sitting there. There's ants in there. I get, call up the uh, Department of Water and Sewage or whatever it is. Get on the phone with the lady. I'm like, hey, what's <laughs> going on with the trash cans? Oh, um, it, or I'm sorry. What's going on with the recycling bins? Oh, is there anything in there besides recycling? And I was like, ah, yeah, there's some trash in here. Because what happens is in our neighborhood – now you're a, you're a new member of the neighborhood – but – Bums will come by and pick out all the cans out of your bins, and then the bins will be open, and people will throw trash in. Some of the trash was my trash, but there was a lot of other trash that was in there that wasn't my trash. So I was explaining to the lady. I was like, "What the what the hell do you want me to do?" They're- yeah, what if a bum comes by and puts a pizza, you know, some pizza that he didn't? Well, they probably finished the pizza, but a pizza, <laughs> bo- you know, something right, that isn't recycling. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, you she shouldn't goes, be she held goes, liable yeah, for that. I can, I can uh, fill out a report for scavenging. I'm like, okay. Now, Whoa. Fill, out, fill out this scavenging report. I was like, is anything going to happen with this? She's Say like, the part no. about the cameras. Oh, yeah. No, not at all. And I was like, so when they pull up to these recycling bins, do they have a guy come out and sort through the garbage? I mean, there's a couple loose paper towels in here. But this was a majority of it, I would say, was still recyclables. She goes, no, actually they have cameras affixed to the top of the collection uh, trucks or whatever. Then they flip open. I guess someone still has to flip open the thing or a robotic arm opens it. And then the camera (laughs) looks down to see if there's other things besides I'm going to be honest with you. I think they're lying. (laughs) I know. There's yeah, no way the they it. won't put money into anything in this city. You think they have cameras? I believe on... the cameras more than the robotic arm that just opens the lid but doesn't. Well, I don't know out. that. That was uh, that. I don't know. It's the I know dudes they have... on the truck. They open it up. They go. That asshole threw away all these, all these, paper all towels. this trash and paper towels and this and that. We're not picking it up. And they just want to be jerks. Wait, That's what it is. Exactly. Paper? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, Logan. I had a long conversation <laughs> with this lady. I go, I, I love doing this. I love uh, when someone says no to me in customer service. I love taking their no and then using it against them. I'm like, okay, so you want me to just go outside and sit out there with a bat and engage in some vigilante justice and protect my trash can? Can do. Like, no, no, sir. I am not encouraging you. It sounds like you're encouraging me to do this. She's like, no, I, I don't know where you're getting that from. I am not encouraging you. <laughs> Like, no, I'm pretty sure you are. Okay, I'm going to stand out here. And she's like, well, do you want me to send someone over to pick up the recycling bin? I'm like, sure. And she's like, is there still trash? And I'm like, sure. And she goes, no, you're going to have to sort the trash. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll just throw this trash all over the street. No one gives a shit. This is Los Angeles. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah, on no the phone. no one picks up trash on the street anyway. I'm on the phone. We have all these street cleaners that just – it just drives past the trash. Like, on, the, on the corner that we live on, there has been a toilet there yes. for the six months that we've lived here. Yes. No one's ever Hilarious. cleaned it up. I ran it on an earlier show. That 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 really is the crux. Like that's the that's the breaking point. That's that's the <laughs> yeah. you know that's that's where there's we're nothing losing. dirtier when than a toilet. Are, and if it can uh, stay there for six months, I think you can pick up my pizza. Exactly, <laughs> and. Yeah. It, I mean, just the, imagine that audacity of just throwing a toilet out there. And then um, these people that live there, I mean, it annoys well, me, and I live a block and a half away. Yeah. Imagine waking up every day, going to your car and work, seeing a toilet there and going, yep, I live in a shithole. Literally, there's just yeah. a, pe- a toilet. People yeah. are graffitiing the toilet. <laughs> you, think, you think some drunk crackhead or somebody hasn't walked past that toilet and tried to use it? <laughs> they probably named the toilet. Like when the, when the family goes on a family vacation, they probably How say, bye, toilet. How do you not toilet. have any pride to just – Not I, to mention recycling. Recycling is a scam. We recycle. They don't do anything with it. They com- they put it all together and it all goes to the same place. That's my theory. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I honestly don't think they do anything with the recycling. Yeah, it's a good theory, knows. Shannon. Thank and you. Yeah, I've, lo- yes. I've looked into this. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Didn't sound like you did, but all right. No, no I, 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 I trust, kind of have. I trust Shannon. <laughs> the, the energy with which you sold it, I believed it. So now you're, I guess you're a new neighbor. I and am. You had a uh, like three block, like three or four blocks from you guys. I'm really yeah, I know. Was, yeah, you had a, a meatball screening party the other I night. Did. I wasn't able to make it. I was taping. It was last night. That's why my voice is hoarse. I was taping a, the sports gambling podcast that we now have going on the site. So tell me about uh, how did the meatballs party go down? How, what was that well? There? The intent of the party was to watch Bill Murray's first movie ever, Meatballs. Have you guys seen that movie? No, I don't think so. I've seen parts of it on Comedy Central. I've honestly never seen it beginning to end. I'd never seen it, and I thought, you know, let's make it a let's make it a theme night. <laughs> let's, let's make, make a night meatballs. Of it. <laughs> let's make spaghetti and meatballs. Let's watch the movie and. 
I I have the I have the worst luck in the world of of anyone. Like I just nothing ever goes well for me. And I should have predicted this the yeah. night before my party, uh, my TV that I've owned for two years, like flat screen. Back when I had a job, I spent seven hundred dollars on a, a nice flat screen TV. Just right. died. I don't have a warranty. Uh, just dead. Just dead. That's and, awful. I, and I paid to have it mounted. Like one of those uh, things where it's oh my and there's God. no. It's just like you've got to be kidding me. I paid like two hundred dollars of this thing. But uh, just throw it on the street. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah. we need to have. A, I mean, I am so pissed. But yeah, it just died, and I, and I looked up, and it was like, yeah, these TVs, the Vizios, these particular models, after two years, they die, and there's nothing you can do about them. Whoa. If you try to repair it, it, you're just pouring money in a TV that's going to die again. No, so, and I, now I don't have any money. So, <laughs> I my, my cable still works, and I have surround sound. I've been listening <laughs> to my TV. That's how obsessed oh, with TV wow. I am. I listened to Nancy Grace tonight, <laughs> which is almost better. I need my stories. It's, it's you know, you like, don't have to yeah. see her. <laughs> it's almost like Prairie Home Companion, but for, with Nancy Grace just screaming her head off. I love her, what man. other What other programs have you been able to just listen to? I listened to Law & Order. Um, <laughs> oh, that's funny. Listen to some new it's – re- it's sad. I need, to, I need to have something on I in bet, the background. And yeah, you, but you're going to watch TV in a whole different way from now on. I am. I mean, because I'm not going to have a TV for a while, I don't think. So, And I'm not going to not listen. So I just have to imagine. Everything wow. I do, I imagine. I wonder what that guy looks like. You know? Like, I wonder what's happening. The they had this whole story the on the news about this UFO people thought they saw that... You know, NASA saying is a fireball, it. and I'm like, there was like footage. And I'm like, I can't see a UFO right now. Like, what are the chances? People are gonna start talking about Law and Order at the water cooler, and you're just gonna be like, oh yeah, I heard yeah, that. Yeah, I heard that. Episode. Well, remember that part when so and so? No, gonna, I only listened to. You're it. gonna sound like, oh yeah, I listen to the uh, Kardashians every week. Like, wait, what? Literally, what and I was just, I can't like put on what I want to put on because I don't know what channels are what, and I can't. Oh, you like, don't click, have the guys. I just have to click up and guess what it is. Like, I clicked up within two seconds. I heard Ice T's voice. I was like, Law and Order. On order. All right. And we're sticking with that one. You're, stay, you're staying through it. It's a rough life I live, guys. It's a real rough life. That's tough. What do you What do you think of the neighborhood so far? Are you enjoying it? I love it. I love where we live. Yeah. I think we've got so convenient. many cool places around. There's a lot of cool uh, people. Yeah. Everyone looks cool. Everyone's attractive. Or, you know, yeah. it's a cool a of, area. It does It does feel hip. A little, a little too hip for a my liking. A little too hip. You're right. I was, I was at Cafe Tropical earlier. Oh, okay. And uh, <laughs> it was a little hip. There you go. Cafe yeah. Tropical, a local spot. So now how – what – did you still have the meatballs party? How'd it go down? Still had the party. Um, it was way better without the movie. I don't know what <laughs> I was thinking. No one wants to watch a movie. Everyone wants to get drunk and talk, yeah. which Did is what happened. Did you listen to the movie? No, I thought like about it. I thought about it, but I thought everyone music. would think I was weird. So I, did. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this would be weird if I suggest this. Uh, no, people came over. We, I made so many meatballs. I mean, oh, I, I like looked up a good recipe. It was like ground beef, pork, veal, like all mm. kinds. It was like, I did it. I did it up. We had and I and I made. I thought more people were going to show up, and so I made so much food. And then, like we only we all ate. It was like maybe half gone, and then we all got high and we finished it. (laughs) We finished. Yeah. Once Carl showed up, you know he's an he's a garbage disposal. Our friend. Yeah. um, Our buddy Carl took the rest of them out. Comedian, and he's also. He's one of these guys that just has he's like he's like the Kobayashi of the stand up world. He is. In that he just has this crazy strong stomach muscle. He looks he's almost like borderline wiry. You know, he's super skinny yeah. guy and he yeah. can just eat so much. It's, it's he can impressive. He's ribs through whatever he's wearing. Yeah. But 
he knows he's he knows he can do it though too. Oh like, yeah, he no, he up. showed up and was like, "Where are the mi-? like?" Yeah. He <laughs> went to town. Yes, yeah. and he takes advantage of it. At least there's some people Absolutely. that can eat whatever they want, not gain a pound, and they they still don't really eat. But Carl, he's like an all-you-can-eat buffet kind of guy. Like he yeah. seeks those places out where. Yeah, it's- and he doesn't. It's really miraculous that he doesn't gain a pound, and you just see him shoveling down food and. You're like, God bless that man. He's taking advantage of it. He's enjoying the the. You know what's weird? There are there any women who can do that? Because it would be yeah. super sexy if there was a chick who could be like, <laughs> I can eat a hundred wings, but she was smoking hot. Yeah, I met I've met chicks like that. Now is I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, like I've seen them on TV, like win some contests, but they're not like what? I've never <laughs> seen a sm- you know oh, like oh. There's, when there's female females will enter those like hot dog eating oh, contests. Okay, yeah, I'm, just, I'm, saying, I'm trying not to think. many. Yeah. I mean, I've seen like an Asian one, you know, probably a couple Asian, but I I don't think I've ever <laughs> seen a oh smoking hot white chick eat a. Like that much food. <laughs> well, that's the thing too. I mean, I feel like I've had big meals with women, but you can tell like that's not or that aren't but not fat, competitive that, eater. Like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I love the competitive eating. My favorite. Well, the, there was the whole Kobayashi. There was the whole Kobayashi controversy. I don't know if you've been following the competitive eating world, but the past bit. few years. I guess there's this competitive eating league that they started, and you have to be exclusive to this league. Oh wow! And um. Kobayashi didn't want to sign in the league. He wanted to remain independent, and so he wasn't allowed at the Coney Island competition. Yes, he yes. stormed the gates. People were chanting, "Let him eat! Let <laughs> him eat!" It was it was very dramatic. Oh, that's pretty you, cool. How do you feel about that, Sean? You how think, do I feel about that? You think they should allow like non-exclusive people in the league, or you think Kobayashi should join the league, or what? I don't. I mean, to be honest, I don't really have a strong opinion, but I think. <laughs> well, you should. I'm should. I'm sorry, Logan. This is this is theater of the mind. Sean. I know. No, I. Um, <laughs> well, you can't. I mean, whatever. You can't it's, play basketball in the NBA. You know what I mean? You there, can't just jump into a like right. it's a street game if, if it's an NBA game. I think. No. Yeah. I mean, I think they should. I don't. I don't see why they have to have a league for this competition. I think. <laughs> I think you can allow if they want to have a circuit and do their circuit. Fine, but Kobayashi. I mean. Who's who's losing out on this? The fans. The fans are losing out on it, okay? Because that's it's yes. like it's like the lockout here. I With knew he had an opinion yeah, on it. Yeah, there it comes. It's Twist like the, his arm, why don't you? It's Logan. like the NFL lockout, Logan. Okay, you know, you know what? You can be. I'm sure there's a Roger Goodell character that's that's in charge of the eating union, and he has the he has the interest, <laughs> and you're in the deep pockets of the Coney Island brass. But you got to realize that people came there to see a freakish Japanese man shove his many hot dogs down his yeah. gullet as he can and also it pushes the other eaters do you want to just see the sport flatline and people want to beat Kobe- kobayashi you know what i mean right. like yeah it's it not a big deal to win if he's not in. i mean it's I'm great sure to win co- but yeah. you just want to beat that dude yeah joey know? chestnuts yeah put an asterisk next to that belt all right joey chestnuts <laughs> because you didn't win that facing the best competition and i think joey chestnuts as a competitor he wants to face the best to be the best, you got to beat the best. And that's why they should let Kobayashi in. Yeah, sure, you have to bend the rules. But if Michael Jordan didn't want to be in the players' union, he didn't have to be in the players' union. He could still play. They would figure a way out. If you gave Michael Jordan a basketball and said, hey, we're going to play basketball here, it would work out. Yeah, that was beautiful. <laughs> I, got, I got a little fired up there. So do you think Pacquiao is ever going to fight, uh, what's his face? Uh, Mayweather. Mayweather, yeah. Well, uh, speaking of that, I am uh, – Sort of on the same – no, you know no, I mean? no, yes, yes. 
It's a, it's the same battle. One is battling men in the sweet science, and the other is the sweet science of hot dogs. Now, do I think Mayweather <laughs> will ever fight Pacquiao? Yes. I would imagine so. But it, it's one of those things wh- where what's going to cause it to happen? That's, that's the question. What's going to cause it to happen, and why hasn't it happened now? It seemed like there was some dancing around the, the drug testing issue. I think – May, I think Pacquiao has taken either HGH or steroids at some point. Now there's this whole drug testing thing. He submitted to a lot of Mayweather's demands to the point that Mayweather should feel like he's fighting a clean opponent and he should get in the ring. Now, from now on, I don't know what the holdup is. And I think money. Yeah, but well, I guess that's part of it is that Mayweather, like he's fighting Ortiz this weekend. Exactly. I'll, I'll be watching that fight. He can still make $20 million because people – the only fights people ne- buy now are Mayweather and um, Pacquiao. Yeah. But if for them to fight together, the payday is going to be massive. I mean you're talking about like – I bet they could get $100 million guaranteed each and uh, you know, for one fight. I think – They'll but, do it before they retire. You know what I mean? Yeah, they but it's just to. like yeah. I don't know what's going to cause that to happen. I mean Mayweather loves being undefeated. He loves holding exactly. that against – Exactly. He loves, he loves never to I, lose. Yeah, it might not happen because of his pride. Right. He might not want to lay it on the line, but then he – I think he know like he's a fan I of boxing. I think he'd lose. I think Pacquiao would win. I honestly do. You like do. Pacquiao better? Yeah, I do. Now, see, I, I – I kind of like Mayweather. I just always side with the trash talking black guy, but Pacquiao is Pacquiao is so the opposite. He's so zen. Yeah, he's yeah. just like super humble all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, him. Uh, oh man, him singing those. Uh... <laughs> Did you see he got real serious about his singing career? No. Yes, he got. He got very. He's, he's like, a renaissance man. He's, he's a in, congressman over in. A, he's from uh, Philippines. Sorry, he's a congressman over there. I mean, he's basically a god, and he's like a. He's got a. <laughs> uh, he's got a singing career. He's trying to take off. He's he's a true renaissance man. But it, it's funny in those Asian countries. Now I know that sounds like I'm going to. You follow mean it the up Oriental with, countries, right? I mean, follow up with something insanely racist, but. It's not. It's just moderately racist. They take their they take their karaoke very very seriously. I read this. I New saw York... Lost in Translation. Okay, they sure do. I read this New York Times article. I didn't realize how serious they, it was. I'm not sure if it's the Philippines or a, a country around there, but to the point that this one song, especially Frank Sinatra's "I Did It My Way," the, the I guess. By going up there and singing that song, if you mess that song up, there will be fights. People have gotten wow. stabbed. People have died because they did a bad version of Frank Sinatra's oh I Did It My Way. God. And, like, these karaoke places, they won't put that song in there because – Wow, because it'll is, create – whoa. It, this is like – it's awesome. like kind of like the ultimate – I'm calling you out. Uh, it, it's like the brassest movie. That song sucks. I hate that song. Wait, what song was it? Frank Sinatra. I did it my way. Wait, I've heard I like of Frank I Sinatra, think I... and I don't even. I mean, it's it's even a popular song. Jay Z sampled it. Oh, okay. It's just basically uh, about oh, oh, I, I live my I life. I did it. It's my a popular way. song because Jay Z sampled it. <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, just show it. That doesn't no, no, I know the song. Yeah, but <laughs> I, how Logan should know I it. I find it a, a really annoying. Not like I don't like the song. But, but I mean, I th- do you like Frank Sinatra though? Yeah, he's alright. Yeah, see, I think <laughs> it, it's his style is like kind of this not singing thing. Yeah, and I can. It's weird. Like I, I have moments where it's like this is annoying. I'm not. I'm not enjoying this. And then other times, like I'm eating some pasta. I'm like, yeah, I'm the. I'm this a is rat. it. <laughs> like, this is it. I, I get I'm some, eating some pasta. Drinking yeah. a martini. Well, I was thinking about that because they had this. Um, 
I used to go to this nice haircut place where they charged – it was $22, and that was right on the border of where Can I, I could afford still, it? Yeah. Well, just – Is it I worth could, it? I could afford it, but it's just like, do I want to get it? Yeah. And, Am um, I going to drink less beer tonight? Right. Yes, and then they upped it to 25 and I was like, ah, whatever. I'll go to this random barber place in Silver Lake. And, you know, just a couple of Mexican guys chopping heads for 13 bucks. <laughs> and uh, I go in there, and, yeah, the guy had on a, fr- this old Frank Sinatra tape, and he was just up there. And, yeah, his, his style is – it's kind of like that sing-songy thing. It's, yeah. It's very bizarre. You kind of got to be either on or off on uh, Frank Sinatra. Now, Frank Sinatra, he, he loved talking about New York. And, of course, a big part of the weekend – was 9-11. People remembering the 10th anniversary of 9-11. I don't know. I I guess I thought about it, but I didn't have any – I don't know. Like I couldn't really watch a lot of this stuff because it's just like whenever that comes on, it just it just bums me out. No, it's just like, it just doesn't – it doesn't – oh, I don't swell with pride. I don't like – Yeah, I'm I mean – I, I don't – yeah, I don't like I mean, looking I'm, at I'm, it. I mean I support the soldiers. I'm glad – I, I thought at the time Bush handled it well for, for those couple moments and kind of, uh, you know, stood up or whatever. But it was, you know, after that, it's just like watching the, the towers hit or just going over like another montage of it. It just like, I don't know. I, I was just like, I, I'm trying to move on. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people had that reaction. No one, everyone I talked to couldn't really watch TV. That was like, I don't. Right. Well, yeah, why, why do we want? Why would you put yourself? I mean, anniversary other, is a celebration. And how well, about yeah, like it, what other crimes do they replay? Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? It's not like it's people talking about how great our country is, and like you know, I think. And I didn't watch the programming, but I bet if they had like, here's you know, a daughter of someone who's going to talk about what she remembers about her father who died yeah. that day, and like they had some, and I'm sure there was some of that, but it's all wedged between between. People jumping out of – and it's like, I, you know, I don't think bummer. we need that anymore. Well, <laughs> also, like, the Budweiser commercials. Yeah, yeah, we were, we were making fun of the uh, the Budweiser commercials. Like, they literally crowbarred the Clydesdales in, like, going up to uh-huh. going up to New York. And I, I, I think I was, like, talking about it or, or on stage or somewhere. But there's, like, where – where okay, where does Budweiser stop? Like, okay, we realize Spuds McKenzie for 9-11 tribute. That's too much. Budweiser <laughs> – it's like – Budweiser frogs. What were they like? Never forget nine eleven. Okay, Clydesdales. Clydesdales. Like it subtle. Projects. Projects the strength. Spud McKenzie. I have a framed Spud McKenzie poster in my kitchen. I know you gave me. Oh, that's right. I gave you you that other one. You gave me a Spud McKenzie poster. Yeah. Which I have. It came in a three pack, guys. eBay. But yes, the um, that's an awesome poster. Yeah, the nine eleven tributes. I, I thought it was. Yeah, I mean, like you said, what are you kind of going to do with it? It's it's just a it's just a sad thing overall. I did find this interesting. George Bush, I guess they put a uh, time, I think, if I'm not mistaken, put out a retrospective of the whole 9/11 and uh, you know, just basically kind of going over that week like we talked about. And this is uh George Bush talking about his moment throwing throwing out that first pitch after the World Series game right after 9-11. Adrenaline was coursing through my veins, and the ball felt like a shot put. And Todd Green, the catcher, looked really small. (laughs) 60 feet, 6 inches seemed like a half mile. And anyway, I I took a deep breath and threw it, and thankfully it went over the plate. And um, uh, the response was... Overwhelming. It was, a, it, was a, it was the most nervous I had ever been. Uh, 
It's the most nervous moment of my entire presidency, it turns out. Oh, my <laughs> wow. God. God. Now, it, it, it's one of these things. We, we, can, we can sit here and, and badmouth George Bush all day, and, and I, I don't think he'll go down history That's as a great president. That's not the angle on this. The <laughs> angle I'm going to take on this yes. is why do men put that much pressure on throwing a ball <laughs> one time? Yeah. Seriously. I mean, is, we know we are Howard is, Stern listeners, so right. we know the whole – Baba Booey incident. Right. Howard Stern's I mean, producer, Baba Booey. It, it, and, and he's not hurt easily. He's not an insecure. I think Gary Delabate is an amazing, really cool, secure man. Yeah. But his pitch, I mean, it was the it was like the end of the world to him. And then getting asked to do it on TV and this. No one can stop just poking him and jabbing him. And I mean, but it's it's like the it it was like his world was people. It's just such a big deal to guys. I guess I don't understand why. Right. Yeah, I don't it, either. I wouldn't. I don't think I'd put that one much pitch. pressure on myself. Right. Because if anything. you miss it, I would have just been like, all right. Yeah, well, you laugh about present. it. You're oh. not a professional baseball player. You shouldn't, you know. See, now I'll take the other angle. You know, this well, being, somebody has this to because be... we're both pussies. Right, exactly. <laughs> you two femmes over here don't know what <laughs> right. it's like to, to have your – because, because Shannon, here's why. All right, because we're not we're not cavemen anymore. We can't just hit someone over the stick and j- just take resources. So we have to find <laughs> other stick. ways to over define. The stick. You know, we have over to... the head with a stick. Yes. Well, some of you men, I think, still do that. But... Right. Exactly. GHB. It's it's a form <laughs> of a stick. The thing is, we we we've kind of lost the traditional caveman like. Um, you know, re, uh, releases of our masculinity of just being like brawny brute guys. But sports are kind of like that last physical thing where you can still kind of feel like a man, like lifting weights, throwing a football, and especially throwing a baseball. It, it, it just yeah. from it's early very on, American. it just feels like you throw like a girl if you don't know how to throw. It, it uh, as, as juvenile as it sounds, it kind of feels like your masculinity. If you don't know how to throw a football, you're going to get made fun of. Like there's this one comedian we knew. Who, who it must kind beach. of take men back to their childhood too in yes. a way. Well, can I just say also though yeah, that- it's, it's a constant through your – since I've become self-aware, I felt like almost I've been able to throw a ball. Yeah. So to not kind of – to be a man and to have a lot of pressure and to have 50,000 people – surrounding you you and and this basically the most simple task you can do as a man and failing at it there's a lot of shame attached but yeah it must it really must have something to do with child because i i can see as like you know an eight-year-old boy or a 12-year-old boy or for like you you've got to be able to you know throw a baseball and throw a football and this and that and get in with the but like that's that's a big deal, you know. You, yeah. you. I mean, that makes you cool to, to boys or whatever your your friends. It makes you cool yeah, to yeah, chicks. Yeah. Makes you cool to t- like. That's what. But now at it, our it... age, it doesn't matter at all. Like you need <laughs> to be good at your job. You need to make money. I mean, yeah. that's what people. You know, not right. every. But that's what for the yeah. most part, what people. That's what chicks will look up to. That's what dudes. Will, oh shit, he's good at. He can. You know, I don't know. He can be the most feminine thing in the whole world. But if you're good at it. And you make money at it, like that's powerful. Like, oh my God, he's a writer on a show. Like, whoop! But it doesn't matter who you are and what you've done. At forty years old, you can make millions of dollars still if you can't throw that baseball. Yeah, men you can be the president. About it. Exactly. You can be the reigning president. He's the president, and yes. he thought that. Was, I mean, that's yeah, that's, that's, tell that's you. perfect example. But I would say I, I definitely agree with you, Sean, and I do think there's a lot of shame with that. Like, if you embarrass yourself and can't throw something, but. I don't know. I still feel like 
if he doesn't get it a perfect pitch across the plate, that's where it, it just seems like, why are you putting that much pressure on it? You know? I because mean, if, you, if you throw it and it goes four feet, that's that's real shame. But if you throw it decent and, like, yeah. What well, a, I, mean, I mean, like Obama, Obama threw it. He, he, how, how was his pitch? It was it was off target, but it wasn't embarrassingly off. Okay, that's that's the key. I mean, George Bush throwing a strike, that kind of it o- was. Obama can shoot a basketball, goddammit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He looks good too. <laughs> yeah, no, he could he could play. I think that's I mean, he's a little, than he's a little short, but uh, he he could play. But it, I think it's just. It, Baseball is the American sport. This was an American travesty. It was just symbolic. And say what you will about George Bush, that you know he he figuratively and literally stepped up to the plate in that moment. That's he, beautiful. That's really beautiful and disgusting <laughs> at the same time. He screwed up. I know. We're just yeah. He screwed up a million other were we, were we talking about this just so you could get that line out? <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no. Sure. I thought of that later. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna point out the part. Obviously, everyone's giving him crap about the part of. It being the most nervous he ever was in yeah. his presidency. Okay, it was the most nervous I ever was. That's fine. Leave it there. And then he threw in, as it turns out, it was the most nervous of my entire presidency. Like, this guy just has this disease where he can't, <laughs> he can't. He yeah. can't help but self-sabotage. Yeah. I get what he's saying. I'm sure if you actually had a conversation with Bush and he would say, after thinking about it, he would say, oh, well, yeah, obviously sending troops to their death, you know, Obviously, I'm nervous explaining uh, to the country why we couldn't find weapons of mass destruction. And maybe he did have some arrogance and didn't care about that as much. But he just he can't help himself. It, it's it, it, some people have this when they uh, public speaking and just that self-sabotage. He, or he just sets himself up. Yeah, I don't think he's got any sort of public speaking fear. You know, I don't think it's like, oh, something just slipped out because I'm speaking in public. Yeah. No, he's being very real and honest with us when he says that. But I th- I think he has the opposite end of the spectrum, like where he's too candid. He's too comfortable. Exactly. And it's... Right, maybe that's... I think, yeah. I think it's a little bit... Like, I think it is a slip. I agree with Sean. Like, I don't think if he thought about it, that would be true. But it's still not I don't. smart. It's just like... <laughs> I don't oh, know. It's it's like you really. I don't think he would say it was the most critical moment of his presidency, but I bet anything he really was the most nervous. Yeah, for that. no, maybe because yeah. if he sends troops in and we lose and this and that, then it can be he can put it on someone else. He can do this, blah blah. blah but that guy didn't do this, and then you know, defense, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Basically, what all happened? these things. <laughs> but if but he, messes, if he messes that up, that's all on him, and it's one of the only things he had to do that was all on him. Well, I mean, interesting. That, I mean, that kind of puts into a bigger perspective. Like, for all, the longest time, I doubted that he was behind 9-11. But now, looking back on it, this was just a way for him to showcase his amazing pitching ability. Absolutely. And for him and to really step up. somebody like you behind him. Exactly. For, you know, a simpleton like me supporting him. But I, I do I do love the um, the 9-11 people, the uh, 9-11 conspiracy people. Oh, God, yeah. You deal with them a lot out here in uh, in Los Angeles Just any conspiracy theorist. Right. They're, they're real my, fun my, to talk to at a bar. <laughs> they will they will corner you, man, yeah. and suck your time. I, I love my favorite move they do is they try to bait you in the conversation. Like, yeah, so you, okay, so yeah. How just, do you think it went down? So yeah, just the tower yeah. fell down like that. Okay, yeah, yeah, and then just yeah, like yeah, walk yeah. away. Yeah, because that's how towers fall. That's how they fall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 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 like, no. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, <laughs> random drunk guy who's just sitting at the bar. Like, yeah, you're 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 the you're a scientist, man. You're a scientist. You know better. <laughs> At this, um, speaking of 9-11, they, the New York Jets played host to the Dallas Cowboys on 
and there was a Dallas Cowboys fan in the crowd, according to Deadspin.com. A couple other blogs picked it up. Heavy set uh, gentleman of color showed up with the Cowboys uniform. So when you show up at a New York stadium with the opposing team's jersey, you're looking for trouble. You're looking you're to antagonize. not looking for trouble necessarily. You should be aware that there might be some. Yeah, but you're not looking. I for guess it. I guess that's a little too far. Like when I show up wearing an Eagles jersey in Giant Stadium, I'm not necessarily looking for trouble, but. I'm open to being agitated and going back and forth a little bit. I'm open myself up to And you would wear the jersey. Yes, just, and I did. And you have. And I've done. My, my brother did the same thing. <laughs> got the shit kicked out of him. Oh, really? At, the, at a Redskins game. Oh, shit. man. Yeah, I got separated from the group. And, uh, yeah, I saw him over Christmas, and it was just his whole face was oh. How did he get separated? He was wasted. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. He, okay, so he probably uh, started. Well, number one, he, he was an Eagles fan. Exactly. So he already starts off on the wrong foot. Okay. <laughs> And yeah, I mean, like when I went home for the game, when you when I went home, um, I'll be honest. If you Christmas, showed up in an Eagles jersey, even to the mall, you might get your ass kicked. Like, right. Just well, like, no. If you showed up in an Eagles jersey to an Eagles game, there's there's yeah, just as still, much exactly. Yeah. You're, there's you're, no good place to wear that jersey, Sean. You're, you're still likely you to get doing? your ass kicked. Like, oh, what are you wearing a uh, Kevin Cobb jersey here? Oh, that was last year's quarterback. Oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. Um, but, yeah, like, I mean, I remember last game we went to, you just become, everyone starts getting drunk right before the game. People are taking, like, you just become this roving mob. Okay. Um, I, I got distracted here from the story. Sorry. Um, yeah, no, 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 no. It's fine. I was, uh, I like I was thinking about my own. Just no, 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 it was fine. I mean, because I, like I was saying, I've been to those, the uh, former Meadowlands, and, yeah, people come up to you and say shit to you. I was with my buddy Ryan and his dad, and they thought his dad was with me, and, like, these pack of dudes, were, like, surrounded us and were just saying, like, hey, we're going to fuck you up, and then Ryan was wearing a Giants jersey, and he, like, stepped in. He's like, relax, blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, <laughs> like, they, there's, like, a pack of dudes circling me, and I'm just laughing. Like, I didn't I, – I mean, I was kind of going back and forth, but I, I realized, like, hey, I'm surrounded by guys. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to push it any farther. So this guy, a, uh, a Dallas Cowboys fan, I like to point that out because, and um, <laughs> he 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 didn't he refused to stand up for the Star Spangled Banner on 9/11 in MetLife in the in the New York Jets Stadium. Yep. So now now you're kind of attracting a little attention. Here. <laughs> you're looking to push some buttons, and I guess one of the other guys in the row said, "Hey, I hope you don't plan on ever having to go to the bathroom because I'm not going to stand up for you." And it's, you know, a giant fat guy. So at one point, the giant fat guy tries to get up. He won't get up. Uh, words ensue. They start shoving back and forth. This giant fat guy started tasing this other guy, <laughs> this Jets fan. Eventually, they, they subdued him. But this guy managed to tase like three or four people. <laughs> he had to get and to it, the bathroom. Well, and it, turns yeah. out, and it turns out one of the guys he tased was a Marine. <laughs> oh my god oh, yes and, cowboys cowboys and uh but i mean it, it just goes to show you how we thought 9-11 would change things 10 years later a guy a giant fat guy <laughs> is still able to sneak a, a tasing gun into a stadium where it's like okay on the 9-11 memorial in new york like that's when right where, where is the security yeah I mean, hey, I don't, are you going to pat him down? No, that would I'm, need not, a whole team, I'm right? not an advocate for more security. I think, I think we, we just have to realize, hey, if someone is going to break into a plane and, and take it over and blah, blah, like if they're going to be able to get through all that stuff, there isn't that much you can do. Like, yes, walk people through the screening thing. Yes, that's fine. We can probably even <laughs> cut back a little bit, stop screening old people. 
Uh, I mean, just start focusing on people with uh, passports from countries that hate us. Just focus on those people for a while. <laughs> it doesn't even have to be a race thing. Just, hey, if you're from uh, Saudi Arabia, you're going to have to go on a longer line. Yeah. I, I don't care if it's racial profiling. It's not yeah, necessarily I mean, a race sometimes thing. Sometimes it's, it's necessary. It's whatever. It's ethnic profiling. It's not even. Yeah, it's, it's country profiling. These countries actively hate us. There's a lot of people that are trying to murder us. You're in the potential murderer line. Uh, person, whether white... I wouldn't be offended. Yeah. I mean, if I'm trying to go into another country, and it's a country that we don't like, yeah. oh, I bet I'm going to have to wait in a longer line. Yeah, I'm not a citizen of this country. I'm subject to their rules. Yes, exactly. Subject to the rules of, hey, potential murders, you go in that line. We're just saying potential. We're not branding you a murderer. No. Eh, we'll just see what happens. Uh, definite non-murders, <laughs> U.S. citizens... You're, you're going in the normal line. And then what throws it off is, of course, Timothy McVeigh. Everyone likes to bring that up. Uh-huh. That Just was because there's one crazy asshole. Yeah, one all... crazy white guy ruins it for all racial profiling. He re- he, and uh, the Unabomber. There's been a couple cases. But for the most part, I want to focus on people from other countries because I think they're more likely to be terrorists. When you say Unabomber, I only picture the sketch. Yes, exactly. Like, I can't even picture... No, I don't. I don't dude. really I just, know what the guy looks like. I just that sketch yeah. really burned into my mind. Exactly. All right. Well, let's uh, let's go a little more lighthearted. Uh, keep it on football here for a second. I don't know if you watched the Monday Night Football game, Shannon. Do you watch sports much? No. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. Every, I listen to them sometimes. Okay. Well, if you're <laughs> if you're listening, then you can then you can really enjoy this call by uh, Ron Jaworski, former uh, Philadelphia Eagle. He's calling the Monday night game, and he gets a little uh, gets a little excited. He knew we had the one-on-one matchup going down the right sideline. Shit, you have to get rid of this ball just a split <laughs> second quicker. You'll see him here. He sees it. He knows he's got it. Check him to it. I got one-on-one. I'm letting it go. I just let it go because he, he was yeah, totally, yeah. totally oblivious. Didn't even know he said it. No. Ooh, didn't wow. and, and just didn't come didn't, back and apologize. No. The censor did not catch it. I, I don't think they – it's weird. I mean, it's on cable. Legally, they don't have to bleep it out. I mean, it's at 10 o'clock at night, and it's football fans. No no one's offended, but, of course, of course you still have to do the apology. And oh, those apology are so is, awkward. Apology is always my favorite part. I'm sorry part. I said that. I wasn't uh, – yeah. Let's do, yeah, do you have no, that I mean, let's, It was a terrible mistake. For that was good. Let, Shannon, let's get a take on how you think Jaws will apologize. Um, uh, hello, everyone. I um, – I said a word. I said a word a, a few minutes ago that I did not mean to say, and it was not a good word. Um, it's not a, I'm not proud of what I did. I would like to offer an apology to any children or any anyone at home who may have been offended by my language. Uh, now you and did. you probably will say whatever network it aired on, NBC is not responding or something. Yeah. Now, you you're, you didn't hear this, right? I, no. Okay. Dude, okay. I don't want to. I, I don't want to make sure everyone at home knows no. this is not set up. Hey, Mike, a little earlier in the show uh, when uh, Chad <laughs> Henning was making a throw, I said inappropriate, inappropriate words, so I want to apologize, and I hope I didn't offend anyone with that word. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, the other guy's just like, okay. <laughs> Mike Tirico, okay. Moving on. That's so yeah. great. Because they do the same. I mean, I've heard it so many times. It happens all the time. It is, really? and it yeah. is awesome. Uh, live, live TV. I yeah. want to say uh, I don't want to repeat this word, obviously, and I, I just want to know that anyone's offended. What? Yeah, just the idea that people get so offended so easily. First off, 
who who is watching this game? Okay, football fans. Are football fans offended by that word at all? No, no. not at all. Nope. <laughs> hey, wait, are kids watching this? Uh, wives of football fans. There's going to be some some bitch nagging wife who was watching. Yeah, yeah. who is like yeah, right. sitting there cleaning up after her husband. She's pissed off about doing something. She hears that and she's the kids could have heard it. The kids could have heard that word. Yeah, and the husband will be submissive. Oh, You're right, honey. God. You know what? Do you want me to send him an email? And here's the thing. If these kids are <laughs> up at this hour watching this football game, that means they're probably pretty into football. Yeah, and you think prob- their dad doesn't drop an S-bomb every once in a yeah, while? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You don't think the dad said the same thing when Chad Henney threw that pass? He probably had the money on the Dolphins covering the spread. You don't think dad was a little angrier than Jaws? Jaws is is restrained compared to most dads at home, all right? Secondly, if this kid has ever played football, you hear, like, as you walk onto the field with your pads for the first day, you hear a million times worse in vulgarity than what was just said on that broadcast. You know, it would be interesting as a football announcer, like, as, you, you know, as someone who watches a lot of football, you'd I'd imagine... There's a lot of drinking that goes on, a lot of, you know, you're for hours, you're, you may, maybe you're tossing a few back, you're talking about it with the boy, but all of a sudden now you're an announcer, and yeah. you have to be very, and I'm sure they're probably, you know, maybe every once in a while they have a beer, but for the most part they're sober and they're announcing the game, but you have to not be in that mode, like how do you take yourself out of watching the game for fun, just like with your buddies, Yeah, like yeah. you, it's a very different thing. And yeah, well, just, I mean, the, the, the way he said it, it's, it's hard to, what would be the replacement word for that? use of it because he was just like i mean oh, shit. shit i mean shit you yeah know, that's blah, blah 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 yeah i mean like he's the only way you can yeah, yeah he should say shoot i guess technically oh, but yeah i mean the worse. i mean shoot, I, guess I guess the first time oh, yeah, uh it's it <laughs> it the first time uh jaws ever broadcast there was a lot of use Shucks. of the n-word and they had to they had explained to ron no you're not watching it no i'm kidding oh, <laughs> but, i was like oh my god <laughs> no but i mean yeah it is it is funny you're it, you're broadcasting to people, but meanwhile, the people watching on the other end of the TV have the most coarse language and the and, most horrific And the players, to say. like when they zoom in on the players, and sometimes you could hear the players, depending where the mic is on the field. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to tell the players not to say F or not to say that? Like, that's they, what they're doing, you know? That's part of their job. Yeah, they need they're to constantly be saying. Fuck. Everyone yeah, can, can tell what they're well, saying. Well, that, that's—I mean—that's why I, I found it almost ludicrous and hilarious <laughs> when people were so outraged when Kobe uh, called the NBA ref a fag in the game. Oh, it's only uh, because it was the word fag. Well, people right. Were trying to rid that word. Yes, I know. It's—it's it's a word of they hate. Called the an F asshole. Word. It would have been fine. Yeah. Really. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's—I mean, that comes with sports, coarse language. Obviously, there's Can nothing. we not lose the word fag? Can we hey, please? I am an, can we have the I'm word hanging fag on to Or it. retard. Seriously. <laughs> fag, My faggy retard. says fag all the time. Like, come on, guys. Let's yes, just, it's fine. Get over Really? You're preaching to the fag choir over here. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm not dropping that word. <laughs> not at all. I can't. I know. Here, I've, 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 I've it's done. It's necessary. There's no replacement for it. It's such a it's strong. Yeah. It's such a strong <laughs> word, too. Like, just the way it comes out. And. Here's my thing. Let's not lose context as as I mean that's the whole point of exactly. words is context, tone of voice. Exactly. We should eliminate hate speech. We know speech. what's yeah. We can still eliminate hate speech without eliminating the word but fag. It, yeah, come on. I mean that's it has a certain meaning to me. And if thousands and it doesn't of- mean get like. When do we use that word when we're refer- – at least for me, I never – I don't think I've ever used that word in my life probably no. at least in a hateful way referring to a gay man yeah. ever. No, but it does mean lame and I can see why gay people don't <laughs> like that. Yeah, but I mean that's, but, it's the same thing with gay means happy. Oh, what? You can't mean – Yeah. 
Oh, it's and okay. Oh, if you say fag, it, it um, encourages violence against gay people or or intolerance against gay people. No. What no. about the, what about the if word? No, like the whole burying the n word thing. But you know, and that isn't a word I actually, for the most part, I don't think is appropriate. I mean, unless you know, it's in a rap song or something. Yeah, cool exactly. Like that. No, right. but I I don't think that benefits us at all to pretend the word doesn't exist. No right. one's growing from this or learning right. from this or better people because we're pretending something isn't happening. Right? Yeah, I mean, you can say fag and support gay rights. There's, Absolutely. They're not, they're not I'll do it all day long. <laughs> yeah, they do it too. They call each other fags. Yeah, they're yeah. not – oh, but that's our word. But, <laughs> but I never I never persecuted any gay guys. If there was someone with questionable sexuality, that would be the last guy I would, I would say no. fag around. I would say fag if it's my friend and I know he's straight <laughs> yeah. and I know his name is Bill and he doesn't know how to yeah, throw a football. Yeah, he's wearing a dumb <laughs> shirt. Yeah. You know, so theoretically. But that's what I'm saying. Like, that's when it comes out. And it's – I learned this word. I grew up with this word. It has this context to me. I wonder if there are people a generation before us that think the same thing of the N-word. You know what I mean? Right. Because there are people – you know, like our parents' generation – Especially people in the South and this and that, just super racist people that probably are like, no, that's our word. That's I want. And I. But you wouldn't call someone. You wouldn't call each other peers that word, right? <laughs> You're right over there. <laughs> well, I, I no, guess... I mean, it's, I, I don't. Th- I don't think it's the same thing at all. But I just wonder if to someone else yeah. they have the same yeah. theories because well... these kids now are being told. That's such a bad word. That's such a bad word. The same way when we were kids, we were told the N word is such a bad word. Yeah. Well, I do. I think both. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I should. This is tough to tiptoe around, but I guess. Just say. I mean, I think that everyone should say the N word. No, I'm kidding. Uh, (laughs) At all times. No, I think both words are blown out of proportion, and they are just words, and it's all about context and all that. I don't know. No, no, no. I mean, I I agree with that. And by blowing it out of proportion, you give it power. By exactly. saying you're not allowed to say exactly. this anymore, the N word's so powerful because it was such a taboo. Yeah, which I don't even feel like it's the taboo it used to be. Honestly, well, no, because it's pretty it's, taboo. You can't you can't well, go no, around it's, saying yeah, it. Yeah, well, it's taboo yeah, to but, say it, but it's not taboo to hear white it. White comedians in any music can now in, white comedians can now say it. I've yeah, heard they are. Say it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, here's the thing: white comedians can say it when it's funny. Yeah. But it doesn't always work. But they couldn't before You're ever right. say it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's interesting. I guess maybe we've got come full circle. I mean, if, 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 like, no, Sean's if, just realizing he can finally use it. If He's a white comedian has like a smart observation that's like a witty thing to say, right. you, yeah. they absolutely not only can get get away with it, but get laughs on it. But at the same time, just you know, a couple of years ago or whatever, Michael Richards, he wasn't saying it in a funny way. If he right. said it in a joke... It probably would never have even been an yeah. issue, but he screamed it at humans, right? You know who were so it's like that. It's exact yeah. context. Yeah. yeah, and even with that Michael Richards thing, I mean, not to defend the guy, maybe he is really racist. I think it was more just a guy bombing yeah, on stage all understand and, that. and just like freaking <laughs> out. I've done that before. I actually <laughs> screamed faggot at people yeah. over and over and over on stage. Yeah, because you're just, guy. you're, you're drowning. Nothing, was you're awful. a rat drowning on the ship. They were talking over my set like they were screaming, show your tits, this and that. And they weren't, I mean, they weren't gay. But, but he, <laughs> yeah, he, he was, was asking small. You to he was show a small tits. dude and I was right. like, you're a fucking faggot. <laughs> you know, what else am I? You got to understand, all you gay people out there have to understand the yeah, look a on a dude's face when you 
call him a faggot. It's just so no, you funny. Can't. Especially when a girl when a girl calls you a faggot. Oh you're man, like, it's just pricey. It's you look. You're it's, just... yeah. <laughs> it's like it's equivalent to not being able to throw a, the uh, a ball. Like yeah, you feel especially like, when that girl has a microphone and you're sitting there. You, in the you feel and like immediately yeah. my tail's between my legs. Like, yeah. What did I? I need to go find my masculinity somewhere. Yeah, I need his to girlfriend find it. was right next to him. Oh man. That is tough. That uncomfortable now for everyone. Oh, I wish I was there. Speaking of drunk, I don't really need to pick do, up the do, pain yeah, cap right now. Yeah, you want me to now. grab that for speaking you? Speaking of drunk, speaking of speaking drunk, of drunk, speaking of drunk yelling. Oh, actually, my uh, CD is on iTunes. Sean Green, the whiskey. <laughs> nice. But speaking of drunk yelling, have you guys heard of this this phenomenon known as "shut up, little man"? Have you heard of this? No. no. Okay, so I, I read this article in the New York Times. I, I feel like I'm trying to impress a chick, but I keep crowbarring that in. But no, I read this, and I guess they're turning it into a movie. Back in Ooh, the did you say the New York Times? Yes, I'm. I'm see, I'm, I'm, I'm rough on the outside, but I'm a, I'm an intellectual uh, well, how sensitive did Logan guy. Get wet. <laughs> I'm an intellectual. Check that out, dude. On the inside. That happens during the podcast sometimes. It's too long. We have to change change uh, Logan's chair. So. I read this article about this phenomenon, I guess back in the 80s, these two punk dudes who are, you know, full-out punk guys living in San Francisco, moving into this shitbox apartment. And they move in there, and as, they're, as, they're, as the landlord, like, leads them into the apartment, she's walking out. She goes, just so you know, the neighbors, they can get noisy at times. And they're like, all right, whatever. And I guess next door to them are two... Uh, these old drunk guys who just go at each other constantly. And at first they said they kind of, were kind of freaked out by it because they're just these two 50-year-old guys just yelling at each other the entire time. Now that you mention it, I remember, I've remember i heard of this story. Okay, yeah. And, and they started recording it. And they that. started recording it, and it became a phenomenon. And, like, people are trading tapes, like, underground. Oh, wow. And <laughs> there's, like, all these mixtapes out there. There's all these CDs of these recordings. People, like, do different reenactments with, like, puppets. And there's 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 this whole world online. I was oh, kind of cool. getting lost. I like this. So it, it, is, it is just kind of compelling, but then it also is just two drunk guys yelling at each other. Um, I just pulled a random one, but okay. One of the guys' phrase is shut up little man. Cause I guess the one roommate was a little young and you know, they're just yelling at each other for like drinking each other's vodka and like one day I'm going to kill you. <laughs> and, it's bickering though, right? They like each other, but they but can't they must, stop fighting. Yeah, they must like each other cause they've lived with each other for so long, <laughs> like, but they just get drunk and just hate yell yeah. at each other. So this one is, um, entitled you ruined dinner. <laughs> So this is just two <laughs> drunk guys uh, getting into it and yelling at each other. You have drunk the wine, you have drunk the vodka, and you were drunk by the time that Tony came home. <laughs> and my God, here this is. Look, Tony, I had this all set up for a cool dinner for it. <laughs> I have another platter out there. It was already. It never happened, of course. Because of you. It's here in the refrigerator. Here's the other part right here. See, there are two. These were dinner. Four tonight. Cross. But goddammit, he did what he did. And so, nothing has been touched. Now, God damn it! I'm not going to take this, Ray. 
Rain, you are just fucking up. Here is dinner. It'll be ruined by tomorrow. <laughs> All right, there so you go. They're, they're gay. They're a couple. No, I, I don't think so. <clears throat> but in San Francisco, you did say. Right. I mean, I and don't... they're older, right? So for them to live together, I would think as older men in San Francisco, there's in the way they're talking to each other, they could be a couple. Uh, that, yeah, but that, that was just was... one guy, right? No, that was yeah, a, that was a guy yelling at his. It, the friend doesn't respond a lot. Like he just, yeah. he'll just ignore him, and that'll get the guy <laughs> angrier. There's this this whole world. I don't know. They could be a gay couple. Or maybe that was... the one guy's gay. Maybe I mean, it sounds maybe, like it might be that. Maybe there's a little I mean, that going on. When you make someone dinner and they don't, they're too <laughs> drunk to eat it, and you're mad at them, you that like sounds, them. Yeah. You know, right. And the only thing that <laughs> made me think not, uh, like I said, I don't know this whole story. I just thought it's fascinating that they're turning into a movie. And I think they're. Oh, are they really? What? Yeah, no, it's yeah. That's why this is you know kind of news now is that Whoa. they're turning into a movie. I don't know how <laughs> they're gonna do the movie if they're gonna like they're reenacted gonna or animated mm-hmm. or whatever. But the the two guys are involved and they're telling stories and they're playing clips. It, it sounds like it, it would kind of be compelling. But um, there was one there in the YouTube channel that was like the guy saying, I hate all queers. So I don't know. Maybe maybe he's just an angry gay guy. Who yeah, knows? Yeah, but that's something that a gay man who is in denial would say. Exactly. He's, he's ranting. Because who else hates queers besides <laughs> gay men in denial? Yeah. Not that many people. <laughs> there is. Really? Yeah. I mean, I could see like, hey, whatever. Take him or leave him. But to, to actively go on a tirade about him. Shows Almost a little... anyone I feel like who really has a hatred for gay people, they 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 have a fear in that. Yeah, in what them would, for, I mean, how could very they... few people do unless it's right. like, oh man, I could see you getting caught in a men's. Well, right, yeah, I mean, if, person, if it, yeah, well, or having an interest or jerking off to it, but not want anyone to know about or if it. If you like, get if you get screwed over by a gay dude at some point, but that's never the case. No, <laughs> yeah. you get screwed you know? over by a gay dude. Hey. He told happen. me he's, he's not going to bet on sports. Not, you know, yeah, what are you gonna, what's gonna he going to do? Yeah. Really? My gay bookie's going to break my legs. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, pay me the money. Ah, uh, stop being unfabulous. <laughs> All right, well that feels like a good place to go out. Logan, you want to uh, you want to wrap things up with a haiku here, buddy? Let's do it. Barbers chopping heads. Meatballs listening party. Faggot hate crimes. All right, nice oh, work. Oh, that Logan. wasn't five. <laughs> Damn it! I never, I it's never actually time. checked your syllables, Logan. I, I just say, assumed the entire time that you were right on there. The other it's one was sorry. Assumption. Sorry about shit. That's five. Okay. Damn now, it. Shannon, where can uh, where can people check you out? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at cheese it slut. And uh, I'm performing at the Comedy Store Monday night at 9 p.m. in the main room for oh, a benefit, a benefit che- of some your sort. Your Cheez-It show? No. Oh, okay. No, nothing to do with Cheez-Its. <laughs> <laughs> Just her handle on Twitter, Logan. Yeah. It's cool. But, uh, yeah, thank you, everyone, for tuning in the green room. And uh, make sure you guys check out 247comedy.com. You can get the iHeartRadio app. And uh, they're uh, partnering up with the podcast. So make sure you check out 247comedy.com. We do it live every Thursday on the green room.
Thanks for listening to The Green Room. Make sure to log on to 247comedy.com to download the podcast today. And follow the show on Twitter at Green Room Show. Also check out our movie, The Comedy Garage, on Hulu. What is-